This is episode 16 of the Walk Magazine podcast. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. Hi, my name is Cindy Lehman. I'm the host of the Walk Magazine podcast. And I had a really great experience doing a half marathon this weekend and talking to the race director. So I wanted to get this one posted as quickly as possible. This past weekend, I did the Bountiful Gifts Half Marathon in Massillon, Ohio, and I had the opportunity to talk to Jackie Prosis, who is the race director. I talked to her the night before the race. Um, We did the interview in Bob Evans' restaurant for my pre-race dinner, and it's a little bit loud in the background, but I think it's okay. I I think it'll be okay. Um, At the end of this episode, I am going to talk about what I thought about the race and what my race experience was like. So this entire episode is is dedicated to Bountiful Gifts, which is a really great organization. And here is my conversation with Jackie. So, first of all, what made you decide to want to do a a walking-only half marathon? Well, um, first of all, we have some walking competition divisions around here, but they're not real good. Um, They're starting to develop the sport in the area, and there's started to be a nice community of walkers. So, New Albany has such a great one. It's something that you can see that there's a possibility of what it could become why not so um, it just was a nice fit for where we were headed and and why Bountiful Gifts? Bountiful Gifts is actually a 501c3 that we put together almost seven years ago so we've been in existence for a while um, and I have been on the board for Bountiful Gifts for several years uh, it's been a matter of we're finally at the stage with Bountiful Gifts where we need to start building the brand okay. and start building it out so that we can full, fully uh, cover Stark County, Summit, and Tuscarawas counties um, and then try and grow from there. Uh, we've been little backwoods right now in, in little community type thing. But for us to keep growing and to keep being able to, to pass on the benefits to our people, we need to grow. And, and what is Bountiful Gifts? Bountiful Gifts is a consortium of people who have all come together um, with a like mind. We want to help people, we want to break the cycle of property, and we want to start uplifting families and children. Um, and so we've all come together with the agreed aspect that no matter what our religious beliefs, we are able to go ahead and work together for one common goal. Um, we don't believe in preaching to people. Um, we don't believe in um, alienating or um, a lot of the social services make people feel low or um, can't think of the word I want to use, unempowered. We want to do just the opposite. Our goal is to get you back on your feet, figure out where the failings are, and then help you get to the point where you can stay in a consistent way on your feet, and then possibly 
start helping others yourself. And then what do you actually use this money for then? The money for um, that we raise goes to a couple of different school systems. We pay for any kid who comes to school without a hot lunch. Okay. Um, or breakfast in some school districts. Um, doesn't matter what the reason is. So they may not be on the free lunch program. They may not, just today or whatever this week, mom and dad can't afford lunch. We're going to make sure that they have a lunch. Okay. Um, we also supply book bags for kids who can't afford them so that they're as they head into the school year, they have every supply they need to start the school year up effectively. Um, we also support a couple of different uh, hot meal locations and food pantries. Like a soup kitchen type mm -hmm. thing? Okay. In our case, we try not to call them a soup kitchen because it's not one of those things where you come in and they slap a food onto the plate okay. and they keep it on going. Ours actually, the people come in, they're sat down meal style at a restaurant. We come in, they're served their meal, they get, they get their drinks. Um, we actually have a little area within uh, the one location that has um, clothing and housewares and things like that that they can shop, if you will. Notice my finger clicking things there, that's going to work. Um, but they get to shop around if they see anything they like or whatever. There's no questions as to whether or not they can or cannot afford to feed themselves. And a lot of times, especially during the winter months, we see more seniors coming in as a place to socialize. Okay. So it's considered a community meal, and that's how we present it. It is a community meal. Oh, that's nice. So it's a little bit different than just your soup kitchen walkthrough. Okay. So. And how long have you been planning this particular half marathon? It's been in the making for about... 10 months now. I think you probably are going to have to talk a little okay. bit louder. I can talk a little louder. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. We'll, been start, about we'll do that one over. So, how long have you been planning this half marathon? <laughs> about 10 months. That doesn't seem like a lot of time to me. It seemed like a lot at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, actually, I think another month or two would have helped. But really, people don't do a lot of race planning or race initiation and thoughts to what they're going to race until the weather starts to break. Oh, I do it a year in advance. I do too. I'm constantly looking. Most of the people around here, it's like they don't even start looking at it until March. Wow. And so I was, I mean, I signed up for New Albany almost, the, I, I look forward to, <laughs> to it showing up. The Medina half, I signed up last week. When I raced it, you had a special deal if you sign up uh -huh. that day for next year. Already signed up. You know. I signed up for the Flying Pig for, ne for next year. Yeah. So, you know, people who like to race do that, but the people who are general racers, yeah. maybe not so much. Um, so but I really thought it would take you a year to figure out sponsors. First of all, you have a lot of sponsors, but to figure out sponsors and host hotels, that's more of what I thought would take the year to organize. The sponsors we could have done better with. We actually have several, but our, our sponsor fee was very cheap this mm. year. Being initial year, we wanted to make sure that our shirts had nothing on the back. Okay. So the shirt I'm wearing is the shirt you're getting tonight. Nice. Um, so we didn't want to have... Um, a large sponsor fee and then have to blanket the shirt with okay. a whole bunch of sponsors. So we do have them, but they're not big sponsors. Let's put it that way. Great. Um, and then as far as the hotel, 
that was probably 30 minutes. Simplest thing I had to do in this whole process. <laughs> and I thought it was a really nice discount. Yeah, I was really happy with what they gave us. So, and it's nice too because, like I said, you're within one trailhead. You could actually walk there if you wanted to to the race start. So. I might, since they're going to give me a late checkout, I might. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And so, um, what was it that made you think that a half marathon would work as opposed to maybe a 10K, which tends to be a more common distance? Um, we went, this actually has three venues to right. it. So we do have the 5K covered and 10K. Um, is we wanted to go the full half distance because one of the preparations that we did for this race was to have Dave McGovern come in January. And did a race walking clinic. Okay. Okay, so we wanted to start marketing immediately to that racer who does know race walking, who is into the distance, who is willing to travel. The 5K and the 10K people are great for your local or within an hour's drive or so. People don't walking. travel as much for a 10K. Huh. Okay. So we wanted to have that distance of the half to be able to bring in better people as well and expand okay. the area. And you say you have three judges on the course? Yes. And how strict are they going to be? Not very. <laughs> They're going to look for uh, the need to be mostly in a straight position. Okay. But not, what I say is that we're not, look, we're looking for people to not be what I call sloggers, sloppy joggers. Okay. <laughs> Those people who have the bent knee all the time and, and are more of a shuffler. Yeah, they, when they shuffle their feet, they assume it's not all the way off the ground, so, so they're walking. <laughs> exactly. So that's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid the shufflers. And in fact, tomorrow morning before the race begins, we will actually have a race walking demonstration Okay. to kind of show people exactly what we're looking for, but also a power walking demonstration. You know, here's what, these are the lines you're allowed within. Um, so that people are comfortable. Okay. And how many um, prizes, I mean winners, how many winners are you to your prizes for? We have top three men, top three women in each one of the race divisions. Okay. So we have 18 prizes up front. And then we have, because we did not get enough this year for age-graded awards, we have um, going to do three drawings per race as well. Okay. Um, to just give a random prizes out. That'll be so, nice. Yeah. Something a little bit different. Yeah. And and when when the race is small, for, first of all, we should probably discuss how many people do you have registered. I have right now seventy five registered. Okay. I would expect tomorrow with walk ins to be close to a hundred. Oh, that would be wonderful because that's close to your goal, right? Yes. Okay. Hundred would be my first year goal. <laughs> okay. And and what is your long term goal for the size of this race? Sky's the limit. <laughs> well, you've done such a great job so far. I can't imagine you're not going to be able to get at least as large as New Albany. Well, you that's, know, that's a goal. The, the difference is, though, they do have a lot of local people in New Albany who walk that race, and they only walk that race. Correct. And I can't imagine Massillon has that large of a group of people who will just walk a race. So far, not. However, we also, as of last night, started partnering with Altcare, who started Stark County Walks and Runs. And their goal is to take people from 
doing nothing within nine weeks to be able to enter a race. Oh, nice. And so next year we're hoping that we'll be able to have those people who have just gotten off the couch who are willing to walk but know that they can't run a whole race and do our race. So we're out in the community trying to really promote the process as well. Yeah, I was wondering about that when I saw that on your website. I wasn't sure what that was about, but that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. You've done some really amazing things. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also the benefit of being in a smaller community where there aren't a lot of distractions. So the people you contact, they're like, okay, here's one half marathon I can support as opposed to being asked by 25 different half marathons. Correct. Correct. And we have actually quite a few halves in this area for runners, um, but they're all locally branded. Okay. And so, like Second Soul here has two of them. Okay. But Second Soul handles Please, all of we're it. We're just holding on the chicken to come out of the brewster, okay? Okay. okay. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> The second soul one, and obviously they support their own race. They right. don't have to do, you know. So we have a lot of that in this area. Um, but you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's better than Columbus as far as the number of races and the number of people. And you said there's going to be water stops every two miles. Every two miles, we're trying for every two miles. And the only reason why I say two, it's going to be in the towpath area. We're going to be shimmied one way or another a little bit okay um, because obviously we have to find an area that's wide enough wide enough grass covered enough for not taking up the path that you need to walk on okay <laughs> to be able to have that but we do have them out there and are they volunteers or are you paying volunteers. people oh nice <laughs> everybody who's going to be out there in a red shirt is all volunteering tomorrow so it's huge that's great. How many volunteers do you have? Right now we have approximately 40 volunteers, so half of our race has <laughs> <laughs> volunteers. Um, I say approximately because we have the Boy Scouts okay. who are going to be out on uh, the turn for the half marathon, and they'll be handling out the goose, okay. the goo gels. Um, and so I don't know how many Boy Scouts will be out there. <laughs> and so... Um, front or front runner. I'm sorry. Second Soul is providing goo, and it is actually goo brand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you'll find out the flavor later. I will. I will tonight when I pick them up. And what kind of food are you having afterward? We're having a strange little item. We're having hot dogs. <gasps> I love hot dogs. Something totally different <laughs> than any other race. <laughs> now everybody, when they um, the race that does our timing. Um, does have as part of a Subway Challenge series, so everybody will have on the bottom of their bib a free Subway sandwich. Nice. Okay, so that's an option they can take home and do whatever. But we wanted to have hot dogs, and we're having fresh fruit, um, cookies, and chips. So, that sounds great. And, 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 and it's ending around, well, for me, it will be close to noon, so right. a hot dog will be perfect. Yep. So, hope we did good with that. <laughs> Well, and I know this is going to actually be posted after after the race, so I'll probably add at the end what I think about it. But what are you projecting the weather to be? Supposed to start out in low or high 50s, low 60s tomorrow morning, which is fantastic. Yeah, I couldn't ask for better. And then it is supposed to go up into the mid-70s. Okay. But by the time the first four miles are open roads. Okay. So that's why I'm glad that the half marathoners will be able to get through that area and the 10Kers. 
come through that area and then be able to get on the towpath, which is completely shaded. Oh, yay. So you're, it's going to be fantastic because you've got tree coverage on both sides. Oh, that All the be way perfect. up and around. So, I, you know, that was the timing of it, is to get everybody onto that towpath as quickly as we could so that they would have the shade from there on. And starting at 9 o'clock is a little bit unusual. We wanted to go a little bit later, only so that people who were able to drive up that morning was not weren't required to have a hotel. Okay. You know, some people thought that they could do the two-hour drive from Columbus and still get here and be comfortable with the 9 o'clock start. Some people, you know, still like to get in a little bit early and, and have that rest before. So that's why we tried for a little bit later start. Obviously, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I originally was going to, and then I realized I don't drive well when I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be tired driving in and then have to turn around and drive home. Exactly. So, yeah, because I think driving home is going to be a challenge for me anyway. <laughs> is there anything I didn't ask you about that you wanted to mention? We have a great metal. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping everybody likes them. It's a good three-inch finisher's metal. Um, the, and oh, it's four colors. Four colors. I mean, right there, it's completely different. Um, the logo is something that we created. It, it has the four people with the unity, yeah. and then the Bountiful Gifts logo in the center of it, which is you know what we wanted. Um, the colors will differenti differentiate the different race distances. Okay. Um, so that's how we'll know which ones are which. Okay. Um, and other than that, uh, hopefully everybody will like the t-shirt because we went for the softest material we could get. <laughs> nice. We like that. Um, and then as far as, you know, open course, it, we'll, the road up in uh, the first leg of it, the four miles, uh, the, we're going to have a little bit of dust and gravel because that goes past a quarry. Okay. So, I'm, you know, that I'm hoping will not deter anybody from trying it again. Um, and then the towpath will be on the Muskingum Trail side is what it's called, which is a nice soft path, but it, it really well done. Okay. Um, and then coming back with the uh, towpath the rest of the way back, we're going to end up at Ernie's, what I call Ernie's. It's Ernie's Bike Shop, but it's actually the Lake Street Trailhead, um, where we hope to have good entertainment and the food. So we're trying to make it as close to a good and fun environment as we possibly can. We've asked people to come out on the course. I don't know if we're going to get that. We're, we're trying for it. Maybe not. <laughs> no, maybe not. We do have something that's going to happen. All goes well. Um, when you get to the uh, 40 Corners area, which is where we'll go on to the Muskingum Trail, and the 10 Cares will go on down to Second Soul in that area, um, there should be a uh, kind of a folk group type group playing right on the bridge oh, as you're coming through. So you get to see them and hear them a couple of times around on the course on the way through. And how quickly do you think the fastest people are going to finish? For the half. For the half, I'm expecting about a 10 minute pace for the first okay. place mail. So if I'm looking at 10 minutes, you know, hour 30 here. That's hour, pretty quickly. Hours, yeah, That's pretty quick. 20, yeah. So we're anticipating it to be very quick back through there. And, um, and it, then we let, we allowed for 20 minutes per mile. Okay. So that was we, going to be my other question. Yeah, we did allow for a longer time so that people who have never done a half 
have that time to get through the course as well. So that should be four hours? Yeah, it's a four hour course time. Okay, that's very generous. For what's out there now, yes. Yeah, most of them have gone down to three, three hours and 30, 344. Yeah. You know, um, I know the ones around here, they're trying to keep it at 320 at the longest. Wow. So. That, that really discourages people who are new to half marathons. Exactly. Yeah, because you want, you want to be successful. You know, we don't want to have to sag you out of there and, and you're just disappointed with the fact that you didn't make it to the end. You yeah. Know? So, no. Well, you seem very calm. You seem like you have everything under control. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, there will be nothing calm. I'm not expecting to sleep tonight. <laughs> How early are you planning to get up? I expect to be on the racetrack or on the course by 5 o'clock. Okay. Because we have to mark the entire course and okay. every, make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be and block the roads. Because around here, what they do is they leave you the barricades, but you're responsible for closing the roads. Oh. So we no wonder you need so many volunteers. Yeah, you've got to make sure you close it. And we do have police that will be at main intersections. We'll have okay. a couple of those. But for the initial blocking of the road, you're responsible for it. Wow. Okay. Well, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you wanted to say? Oh, I think this Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited to do the race. I've never done a half marathon this small before, so that'll be a totally different mental race for mm -hmm. me. So that will be interesting. Yeah, there's going to be there are going to be times then when you're out on the course where you may be by yourself for a little while. So I'm, I'm thinking I might be by myself most of the way since I'm expecting to do between a 13 and 14 minute mile. Yeah, I think you're going to find there's some average ones out there that okay. are going to be right around that. So you, you, you may not. I did bring an iPod just in case I need it. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. Okay, now you heard from Jackie what she was anticipating the race to be like, and I'll give you first-hand experience of what I went through during the half marathon. Um, first of all, I had a little bit of trouble finding the start just because my GPS was really being wonky, but from other people I talked to, their GPS did the same thing. It really was only two blocks from the hotel I started at, or, or the hotel I stayed at. I don't know why I had issues, but sometimes I'm directionally challenged. There were about 70 people at the start line. The skies were overcast. It was warm. It was humid. And luckily, it also sprinkled for a little bit. So that, that was very helpful. Jackie made a few announcements. She had a phenomenal vocalist sing the national anthem. The woman did a wonderful job. It was beautiful. And then there was a short prayer wishing everybody a good race. And we were off. Um, there are there were a wide variety of people in this race. There were very, very fast race walkers. There were middle-of-the-road people like me. And then there were a variety of people who were slower than a 15-minute mile, closer to like an 18 or 20-minute mile. So it really was a nice mix of people. The first four miles were on a road, like Jackie said. The road was not closed off entirely, so we did need to be aware, and we were staying off to the side. And then we turned on to the towpath. 
Uh, we turned where the railroad tracks were. It was really obvious where we needed to turn. And it was just absolutely beautiful. Unfortunately, because it was on a towpath, you were basically by yourself. On, If you were alone when you started the race, you were alone on the towpath. I was anticipating this, so I was ready for it mentally, and that made a big difference. Um, there was one person I could see ahead of me, and I just kept that person in, in sight, and I slowly caught up to her. And basically, that was that was it for the race. It was me, the one person ahead of me that I was using as my rabbit, and then periodically the water stop people. And the, and the water people were great. The volunteers were wonderful and friendly and very encouraging. And they were at about every two miles until about five and a half miles. And that five, we did have water at five and a half miles. And then not again until seven. And if I remember correctly, that's where the goo was at mile seven. And the, the Boy Scouts did let us know there was not water again until mile 10 which that late in the day was just a little bit too far to go between waters, water stops. And then after mile 10, we didn't have water again until the finish. So the last six miles, I think there wasn't quite enough water and it was getting warm and the rain had stopped. So that part was a little bit tough. And when we finished, we got off the towpath and the finish, it was really nice. She had this really nice finish banner and there was a timing clock on everything. And and it was, it was really nice. The food afterwards, like she said, were hot dogs, and they tasted delicious because I was really, really hungry. And I had been having trouble with cramps in the last mile, so I scarfed two bags of chips and then ate a banana and drank as much water as I could, and I started to feel better pretty quickly. Um, this race was tough mentally and physically, mentally because I was alone, and typically, when I do a race, there are other people around. There's there's someone to, to keep an eye on, to chat with, people cheering you on. There's something, and there was nothing. And I was prepared for it. I had things to listen to. So even though it was tough, I was ready for it. The race was physically challenging, not because of the course, because the course was pretty flat, and it was, and it was pretty, but the humidity. Uh, it, it was sprinkling through part of the race, which felt good at the beginning, but the humidity just really started to hit me. That said, I did I did finish in a pretty good time. I finished in just a few seconds over three hours, I think like three hours, somewhere around 40, 50 seconds. So I was really happy with my finish time. Unfortunately, I did not follow my race plan. I had taken pretzels filled with peanut butter to eat on the course so that I would have salt, carbs, and protein. And for some reason, I took the goo instead. It's a flavor of goo that I'm used to, so it shouldn't have bothered me. And it just made me feel bloated. And then it was really hard for me to, to eat the pretzels. And I think that's why I had the cramps, because I didn't have enough salt and I didn't have enough electrolytes. So... It was my fault that I had cramps. I know that. I, I was not racing smart yesterday. Overall, the race was nice. I liked it. Uh, the people who were there were very nice. The volunteers were nice. The other walkers were nice. Jackie did a great job. There's some tweaks 
that I'd like to see for future races, and I'm sure she's going to hear the same thing from other walkers who did the race. But otherwise, I think she did a great job. And for her first race, she did a phenomenal job. And I'm really encouraging all of you to look into doing this race next year. This race also epitomizes my favorite quote, which is, why run slow when you can walk really, really fast? The Walk With Me theme song was written by Gordon Lehman, recorded at Real Time Audio in Denton, Texas. The recording engineer was Eric Delagarde and produced by Eric Delagarde and Gordon Lehman. Vocals, Whitney Wilson, cello, Madeline Hansen, guitar and Fender Rhodes, Gordon Lehman. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me,